0: there and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one temperate page of Talmud every day. Because as I was reading today's page, Gittin 70, I came across this little tidbit that truly, really kind of touched me. Have a listen. Eight actions, the Talmud tells us, are difficult for the body and the soul to handle in large amounts, and are beneficial in small amounts. And they are traveling on the road, engaging in the way of the world, i.e. engaging in sexual intercourse, having wealth, work, drinking wine, sleep, hot water, and bloodletting. Now, look, I don't know about bloodletting, but I could tell you that just about every other thing on this list, uh, including work and drinking a lot of wine, are things that I literally find very, very, very difficult to do in moderate amounts. When I go on a road trip, I don't go two hours away. I, I travel from New York to California. I like big bites. I don't really do moderation. And so when I read this rabbinic exhortation, to take things in small portion lest we overdo them. I felt a need to call a person who's been moderating me in the best sense possible, who's been a living example, the embodiment of how to proceed with wisdom and with caution, a teacher of mine and a dear, dear, dear friend returning to this podcast, Rabbi, Dr. Stu Halpern. Hello, my friend.
1: Hello to you. A pleasure to be back on the show.
0: You're the only person alive to whom I would ascribe moderation as a virtue. And I meant every word I said. I truly look up to you and the way that you look at even the most dire situations and say, you know what, let's try to find a silver lining here. Let's try to engage with life in a way that doesn't blow everything up and doesn't try to eat up the entire world. So now you would teach me and our listeners, how do you do it?
1: Well, Liel, you're really too kind, or better yet, you are moderately kind. Um, A wise rabbi, Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, a past president of Yeshiva University, who doubles as my wife's grandfather, he of blessed memory, once said that it's a challenge to be modern orthodox. Why is that? Because it's a challenge to be passionately moderate. As a modern Orthodox Jew like myself, you're right there stuck in the middle with you, as the song goes. He actually wanted to rename modern Orthodox Judaism centrist orthodoxy. But he understood that that might not get people uh, zooming out of bed in the morning with excitement (laughs) to be religious centrist Jews. What do we want? Centrism. When do we want it? Whenever it's convenient. Right? Whatever works for you. You know, if one is of the more liberal denomination, it is, of course, easy to, to make choices, uh, embracing the full-throatedness of the modern world and everything it offers. Whereas, of course, if one is ultra-Orthodox, one, more often than not, blocks out uh, the wider world and all that it offers. But it's there in the middle that the challenge lies. Uh, thinking about moderation and centrism, I was actually reminded of a time that you and I, Liel, went with our wonderful families to a baseball game a couple years back during the nine days. And if you recall, uh, there was a sign at the stadium. This was at everyone's favorite indie league, minor league team, the Rockland Boulders in uh, Ramapo, New York. They were facing Team Israel, Israel's Olympic team that was playing an exhibition game. And if you recall, this was during the period that we're in now, the period of the nine days, where it's the custom of many to abstain from meat to show how sad we are over the period leading up to the temple's destruction in ancient times. So if you recall, there was a sign in between, buy tickets here, and here's the soda machine that said Mincha and see him this way. It was because, of course, uh, one in moderation could partake in what you so eloquently put, the body might need, i.e. a baseball game, but the soul also needed to pray and also needed to be reminded that true joy can be found in spiritual sustenance and textual learning, that balance between being engaged in the world but also reminding ourselves what is truly important, God and our relationship with Judaism and Jewish learning. That is so
0: beautiful, and yet I'm going to push yet again. Give us one, one crazy hack, as, as the internet likes to say. One tip to how we may wake up tomorrow morning and be more like you and less like me.
1: <laughs> well, I can think of uh, no better anecdote to illustrate the true north, if you will, or the true middle of the compass uh, than by recounting a story where by the uh, renowned writer and columnist George Will entered the Bay Midrash of Yeshiva University, the Hogwarts of the Jewish people where I spend my days. And he entered the Bey Midrash, and he heard this ruckus noise, and he couldn't figure out how anyone gets any learning done in between all this screaming and shouting. <laughs> Now, you and I know, as as uh, friends and chavrusas, and that the way to strike moderation is by actually engaging in good faith with the other person. Sure, this could result in an uh, enthusiastic debate. Uh, you could try something. They could try something. You can haggle over which of Baskin-Robbins' 31 flavors is the most delicious or whether Rashi defeats Toastfoot or the other way around. But it's by having a conversation as opposed to being so quick to dunk on the other person or to shame them on social media that allows one to realize, like, let's taste this, let's taste that, why don't we listen to each other? It could be, we could be excited, we could be a little bit on the extreme, but let's remember to take that that golden path, that golden mean, encouraged by the rabbis, and uh, by, of course, Maimonides, the great medieval Jewish scholar which, shameless plug, he's on exhibition now at the Museum of the Hogwarts of the Jewish People, the Yeshiva University Museum, uh, in an exhibit titled The Golden Path, because he, following the footsteps of the page of Talmud that we are discussing, encouraged people to pursue moderation with a passion, even when it might be a challenge to do so.
0: Baruch Hashem, Dr. Rabbi Stu Halpern, thank you so much for being our guest.
1: A pleasure as always, a moderate pleasure, of course.
0: This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One Newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday covering the entire weekly portion of Duff Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Libowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Gross, Roberts Carmucha Courtney Hazelt, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at Take One Yomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.